screaming for vengeance. Is that the best scream song? <laughs> you didn't just make that up. It's Judas Priest. <laughs> it's the Metal Gods. Okay, are you more, I just want to scream. Mm. Little Michael Jackson? That was my Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't know that one either. Yeah, with the black and white video. Scream is the most expensive music video for like ever. With Janet? With Janet, yeah. I know that video. I just want to scream. It sounds exactly like that. I'm sorry, baby. You're more into like Scream, Aim, Fire by Bullet from My Valentine. No. That's more your scene. No, not at all. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Welcome, dead and lovely listeners, to the newest mini-sode installment of Dead and Lovely. Here with the host of the most is me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben, and I'm joined in the studio by a very special and attractive guest. Who's that? Who's that lady? Who's that lady? It's Tante Kate. Is my wife. She's here with me in La Studio. Hollywood Steve is, he's just off, you know, fucking Hollywood and somewhere. He's probably doing lunch. I don't know. Lunch? Having people call people? Yeah, having people call people. I think there's a Cobb salad involved. They do that in Chopped. Cho- chopped, chopped salad. Cob. It's got to be vegan. It's a vegan chopped Cobb. Chopped Cobb vegan salad. There you go. That sounds appropriate and fancy. Yeah, see? Probably expensive. Okay. Well, he's off doing that. And we're here doing a mini-sode for you guys because we just came back from the theater to see S-Cream, the brand new one. God damn it, this world of fucking Halloween. Which one? There's three movies with that fucking title. And they're not even three separate franchises. Yeah, there it's was three Michael Myers movies with the title Halloween. Now we got two screams. There's, there's no indicator for placement in the series no and that is going to be very irritating in five years well what's bothersome about it especially given the plot yeah is that you know like with scream four they made it scriform where like the four replaced the a you want it to be like some kind of pentacle for the a okay in this one no no no. the the five could replace the s so you would end up with five cream you would have had like computer speak yeah five cream is what it would have been known as among the fans Oh, you could have put the five at the end and it'd be screams with a five. Scream fives. Yeah. That would have worked too, honestly. I mean, you know, would have worked. You would have been okay with that? I would have been okay with that. We're going to give you guys a spoiler-free review at the front of this episode, and then we're going to give you a big old warning for when we're going to spoil it up, just like that spoiled-ass eggnog that probably gave me food poisoning before Christmas but didn't affect you. I am a wonder of nature. I am invincible. I am invincible. She says. Well, the pro tip that I learned recently is that apparently whiskey does an incredible job of killing things like E. coli and salmonella. So actually, if you have a shot of whiskey after a potentially risky meal, it actually does a pretty damn good job of sterilizing your food. So I'm going to go ahead and have me some some bissy right here just to make sure that I don't get that food poisoning again. What are we drinking on here? Weller. Antique 107. It's antiquated. the red label. Mm-hmm. It's the antiquated. Antiquated 107. It is delicious because you drank the rest of the bottle that I wanted to finish. So good. This is better. You're lucky. I fell on that grenade. <laughs> that was a pretty tasty grenade. It's not as good as this. No, this is fucking great. I had the, uh, what's it called? McFarlane Reserve. I don't like know. That. You drank it before I could read it. It's all right. We've had it for a while. I mean, it that, that bottle's lasted quite a while around here, so that tells you something. 
It's well, been in my presence, not vanished. I've so. been in a scotch phase and a I've hot toddy phase because I've been motherfucking cold. It has indeed been freezing as a motherfuck. But there is something so nice about when it's super chilly outside, there's a flurry of snow in the air as there was today. And you just, you know, you gather together in the warmth of a movie theater and just go to a different land for a little while, a different zone, a different mind space, and forget that it's fucking freezing outside for just a minute. With some odorous seatmates. Apparently, yeah, you were on the stink side there. You didn't smell them? Well, the weird thing was is, you know, we chose to go see this movie on a Thursday at 4.30. We are in our... To um, avoid the people. Yeah, to avoid the people. And also, like, I'm in my COVID and vulnerability state right now since I just had it, and you apparently I'm don't get it. always invulnerable. Ever. Yeah, because you lived with me while I had it and didn't get it, so that makes no sense. So we were just like, you know, you go Thursday, 7.30, or 4.30 is when we saw it. in the afternoon. There's not going to be a lot of people there. And there weren't. There were maybe like five other people in the theater. And I think that most of them chose to sit on our row, of course. They were all within reach of us. That was nice of them to do that. I mean, there was a whole ginormous, enormodome theater that they could have sat in. But they thought that we obviously looked like the coolest people to be around, so they chose to sit right next to us. And apparently there was a bit of a, a body odor uh, situation going on on your side of the aisle. It wasn't necessarily body odor. It was just a dirty man who horror put fan too smell. much That's just horror fans cologne smell. on, but everything was like cheap. It was just... A lot of smell. Well, you know, but he was there to have a good time, like us. Pungent. Pungent, maybe. Okay. And, you know, let's uh, let's kind of give a little bit of a heads up here about how we feel about this series. I think that I can pretty well speak for both of us when I say that I like the original more than you. I actually love the original. We've done it on the show a while back, and I gushed about how much I like it then. You you think it's like, okay, right? Uh, yeah, I like the original quite a bit. I'm not, and it actually has grown on me since the first time Brandon showed it to us, which yep, yep, yep. I kind of just want to dedicate this to Brandon because the entire time I yeah. watched this movie, I was just like, I want to talk about this movie with Brandon, who yeah. was my best friend, totally. and now I can't. Yeah, no, we watched these with Brandon long, long, long ago, of course. This is one of those weeks where, you know, he was just like, oh, this week we're going to watch through all the Scream movies. And we did. And we did. I, you loved them. He, of course, was giddy about oh, them. He loved them, man. And yeah. I was just like, well, they're fine. And by the time we got through them all, I was like, well, the first one was pretty good. Yeah, the sequels are uh, a little hit and miss. I've seen the first one now a few times. Yeah, maybe I've two, seen it almost every year. Yeah, maybe three or four times I've seen the first one. Yeah, I've probably only watched the sequels once each. Yeah. I think maybe me too, now that I think about it. Like, I remember watching with Brandon and being like, this is okay. And then we did Scream 2, I think, a year or so ago for the show. So that might have just been the second time or so that I've seen that one. I get all the sequels mixed up, honestly. Okay, so if you did Scream 2 for the show, then I at least watched it that one twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there is that. So I was going into this with expectations of it being like, you know what? The first one is fun. It's been a long time since we had one of these movies. I see they've got... Most of the original cast in here. We're also giddy to be in a theater. There's that too. Like, I, I was just so happy to be able to, like, 
we're going to go see a movie in a theater today. Yeah. Sit in a chair indoors. Right. That's not in our house. Not my couch. I forgot how loud movies are. <laughs> we're sitting there in the previews and I'm turning over to you and I'm like, I forgot how loud they make theaters. <laughs> this old man. I'm old. Who plays metal music. Yeah. Leaned over to me during commercials. Movie has not started. And it's just like, why is it so loud? What, the kids don't have ears that work these days? <laughs> Back in my age, we had to squint our ears to hear the theater. And there was that train that looked like it was coming straight through the movie screen. I still miss... This is going to take me a long time to get over the fact that I miss having captions. I know. And I miss having a pause button so I can pee. Yeah. That's going to take a long time. COVID. You're checking them text messages, too, and you're like, what am I doing? Oh, I know. I was getting, like, work alerts from my phone, and I kept just reading them and responding to them and being like, well, I'm in a public space. There are people around me. This is yep. fucking rude. Hell, you done it in church last weekend, too. What church? Pastor's up there <laughs> preaching his fire and brimstone, and there you are checking your your, your twits and your, your talks and all kinds of things and in the church. All those things. All of them. That's why I'm going to hell. Keep right checking my quad in church. My Lord of mercy. Got to go back next week and just ask for forgiveness for all that debacle right there. <laughs> they might not let us back. Who knows? I mean, quite honestly, I'm surprised it doesn't burn down when I walk in. Woof. So I was going in with like expectations where I was like, I, I hope that it's fun. Like, I, I'm excited just to see a movie. I think the last movie that we saw in like a real theater was fucking Candyman last summer. I think so. Like, we've gone to Central Cinema several times. Small independent cinema. Yeah. Which I love. But we, we, Lamb. We saw Lamb. Saw Lamb. That's a new movie. That was Central Cinema, yeah. But I think past Lamb. We saw Green Knight. Oh, I liked Green Knight. You did not like (laughs) Green Knight. I hate Green Knight. Yeah, you're not big on the Arthurian shit. That's not for me. But, yeah. I I think those are the only two movies we've seen in theaters. Yeah. So I was excited just for the experience, but also just hoping that it was like, maybe we'll get a cool slasher i love slashers i love you know teenagers getting stabbed and stuff it's a little i don't know it's just a little bit different going into this because i don't openly love like the entire franchise again i love the first one i think that helped me is that i was just kind of i'm ambivalent like i don't dislike the friend like i don't i am very sorry all of you listeners you all are about to hate me Uh uh-oh i do not like friday the 13th yeah, I whatever. whatever. I don't. I don't like any of them. I can like. I can some aspects like the arrow through the throat under the bed. Like I can expect. Like I can appreciate some aspects of it. Yeah. But I do not like those. I love. I love the, slashers. I, I love. You it. do. I loved the first Friday until the very end, and then it just the German in me got furious. What about Friday after next? No, absolutely. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Brand will be disappointed at you I now. I know. Yeah. So you didn't really have a lot of stakes going into this is what you're saying. It's like, yeah. if this sucks, it's whatever. I don't really love the franchise. Yeah. I, I was ambivalent about the franchise. The first one's fun. I was like, well, maybe this one will be fun because it's been so long. I had no idea how long. But like, yeah, it, it, that's, <laughs> that's the scariest part of the movie for you is when they were like, whenever the events of the original story <laughs> took place 25 years ago. And you're like, the that like throughout this movie ben several times had the heebie-jeebies and would like there's some squirmy parts in this yeah would would tense up and you could see little goosebumps on him and i was like oh that was cool oh i love that effect didn't bother me at all 
what bothered me was at the very end where they're like 25 years ago and that i was hurt. like what the fuck i'm not that old yeah, that made your toes curl up right there it, i'm still a little clenched you know it's a little offensive it is it's a little offensive how they dare they you're on us uh, they should have said while back <laughs> a while back there while was back. a murder whenever the murdering happened while back the first murder the first time y'all remember how it was you could have just said that they could that have been that have softened the blow at least a little bit <laughs> i would have appreciated it so in our spoiler free section here you know you're just speaking of some of those squirmy moments um i will say without saying what happens to who good god the gore in this one and kills incredible. are phenomenal it is exceptionally brutal like holy fuck there's some stuff in this movie that i really am not really quite sure how they got past the mpaa honestly I honestly, I think it's because there's not any nudity. There's no sex or nudity in this at all. There's so no they're the able to have, have sex and get killed. That a lot happen. more blood and yeah. visceral. I don't want to spoil it. So yeah, action, visceral action. Oh yeah, and you know, most of the violence and stuff in this is is with uh, hand weapons. So Which it is very, cool. it's very up close and personal. You and know? the camera stays brutal. tight for a lot of the movie, really which does. adds to the sense of suspense. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're never knowing exactly what's going on outside of the frame of vision and stuff. Yeah, some of the stuff I don't know how they got away with. The MPAA is so sensitive about like how long you can show a knife penetrating somebody and how many stabs you can actually see. They rode that line. Oh my god, dude! Holy it's great. shit! The the effects are fantastic they a lot look practical to my eye oh uh, yeah they yeah. look very practical i don't it think that there was a lot of like cgi stuff going on here there's there's one part in this movie where a character gets a knife stabbed through kind of the side of their neck oh and my it, god that looks so good it exits out the other side and what it like reminded me of so much and there's a couple moments in this movie that are like this, honestly, where like the knife, you know, is being held close to somebody's neck and the person's like fighting it off. But the knife is like inching closer, 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 closer. I think they took a lot of hints from Italian horror in the way that they portrayed a lot oh, of that for gore. Sure. It's yeah. very much like Fulci Zombie 2, like with that big splinter coming towards that chick's eye where you're like, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's going to touch it. There's a lot of moments like that in this. And in I think, honestly, a lot of Argento action in this as well. Yeah, it's somebody who loves... I mean, I, I kind of think you have to love horror movie to make a Scream movie oh, in sure. general. Yeah. But this is these are people who truly love the scope of horror movies. Yeah, I definitely think so. Man, that scene where that one person, you know, blocks a knife stab with their fucking hand... It looked great. Holy shit. It's, Your knees it's straight out of shot opera. Up. It's straight out of opera from Argento. Whenever it that guy so is good. like, you know, fighting yeah. off the knife wounds and stuff, and I guess they just killed that guy in the movie. It's like that. Yeah. It's it, fucking brutal. The the if the effects and kills in this are probably the best of any scream. Probably the best in the series. Yeah. Honestly. I, again, I, I can't really remember some of the stuff in like three and four. Maybe I'm I know, forgetting. Like some. I don't I'm not I'm not up on those. I think yeah. I've only seen them once, but... I don't remember them being exceptionally brutal. I don't think I've ever complimented the Scream movies on their kills. No, not really. I'll tell you what, man. I will compliment this movie on its... Um, goddamn. It's fucking 90s nostalgia. Which is not 90s nostalgia. <laughs> it's just the the fact that young people kids, right now are dressing. The kids are doing it again. Like, we, like there's a char- like a main character in the movie with frosted tips. Oh, look. We're in high school again. Holy shit. 
Like, dude, like so many of like the necklaces and fashions and shit. You're like, fuck, that's in style again. Some of it was out of anger because I did not like it in the 90s. And now it's back. There's some things that shouldn't come back. You commented on some hairstyles. Yeah. Yeah. Before I even, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing now. I call them the tendril bangs. Yeah. Where it's not bangs. It's just a few tendrils of hair that flop down in front of your face. Kind of frame it like. Big in the mid to late 90s. Big, big. Big in the mid to late 90s. As somebody with curly hair, it's very easy for me to have those tendrils. Oh, prove it. Oh, I do every day. Well, yeah, you got to <laughs> fight it. Yeah. Come by it natural. So. I get. I do get mad when people like deliberately go after those styles. And I'm like, this is just what I do. I get in trouble when it's not fashionable. Trouble may be too much. Mm, I don't know. But, dude, there is so much fun stuff in this that did feel like the original in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I don't think that it was shoehorning nostalgia in. It was just acknowledging that, like, oh, yeah, the stuff that was popular when the first one was made. Yeah, kids are just doing that again. So, here, it's in the movie again. Oh, yeah, all it's your not fucking a lie. music, all your fucking fashion. Yes, there's some warp Tour-ass music on the soundtrack. And I was like, what the fuck is this? But it was new. It was it, stuff It's that, new music. It's I, new. I did not recognize it. I don't know the bands. I don't know the songs. But I was like, this is like warp Tour fucking 98 soundtrack. Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro Skater soundtrack yeah. shit. <laughs> Only it was in this movie and it was a new band. It's really weird to be in that age where... People are doing what we did when we were kids. Because I still think about like the stuff we did in high school. I still think I'm 27. Yeah, dude. That still doesn't seem like that long ago to me. But then I'm like, actually, that would be like us wearing 60s clothes when we were in school in the 90s. I'm, I had flared pants. Exactly. So it's like that. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. The super low waist with the big flares. Yeah. So there was some nostalgia ass hey remember the first movie stuff in here that was like yeah maybe a little heavy-handed at times but i also liked parts of it yeah without like being too spoilery spoilery especially in the first like the preamble yeah i guess of oh, the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. there's a lot whole lot where you just kind of like oh it's gonna go beat for beat for beat and i was like i don't know what we're doing if this is how this movie's gonna go and then it turns but i loved like i was like it's enough to be familiar but i'm also one of those people who did not get mad when the star wars revamped oh i did i know oh i did i know and you know this movie does have a lot of the of the tropes that you expect with the Scream movie. I mean, Scream is the American giallo. It is the, somebody's killed yeah. these people. Who's the killer? It's black-gloved. It's mystery voice. Who's killing everybody? It's American giallo is what it is. And this movie does continue that tradition where you're presented with this cast of, of characters. You know somebody in this group has got to be the killer, but you don't know who. And there's a lot of red herrings. There's a lot of false alarms. But I think man, I picked half the cast to be the killer. Oh, I think at like various <laughs> points in the movie, you just turned to me and you're like, it's them. No, wait, I know it's this person. Wait, no, it's them. Yeah, I was really having fun with the whodunit. Which you're the person that likes to sit there and try to figure out the movie. Me and Steve had this conversation where we just like to just sit back and let it happen. You're constantly trying to like figure out the game as you're playing it. Though. I'm not trying to figure it out. It just You just are figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, just sure. that good. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I and it. I will say... My very first, this is the person, was correct. That's true. But then he had a lot of guesses after that. 
I, well, because I really that'll be the spoiler part. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll I get don't into do that. that yet. But man, it kept me guessing in a way that I found really entertaining. Like it presented a pretty acceptable case where you're like, oh, might be that person. Oh, that was that was sus, as the kids say. That what Ooh, they say? They say, hey, I like uh, his fit, but I think he was sus. All right. They say that. All right, kid. I, I heard other kids behind us in the theater saying that. There were no kids. Yeah. No, there were no kids there. There it were was, no children. It was us, the stinky boys, and then the there there were some like twenty somethings up in the maybe near the back. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Those been somebody kids. our age with like their twenty something child with them. Could have been that. Oh no. Fuck me. Ugh. Anyway. But like it really did keep me guessing in a way where I was like, okay, I was wrong about that. Interesting. So who could it be? Like it really did keep the story moving, I think, in a really cool way. Yeah, the pacing was excellent. The pacing was great. I mean, spoiler free, go see it. It's great. Yeah. Try to go see it in a non-popular time so it's not super crowded because we're still in a global pandemic and we should avoid yeah. germs and people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely the best way to do it if you're gonna go see it in a theater it's not streaming anywhere right now i don't think i don't think it is but that's how we ended up because i was like it's thursday we want to see this movie i'm not going to go on the weekend because it'll be too crowded i've got temporary invulnerability so might as well yeah right no wonder the movie looks so damn good too because this is by the two dudes who did ready or not right which i did not know I didn't know that going into it. I wasn't sure who directed it going into it, I, actually. I did. And you like, love Ready or Not. I absolutely adore Ready or Not. I so think it's good. wonderful. Yeah, it's excellent. I do also like that they dedicated the whole film to Wes. Oh, yeah. Was that nice. was so sweet. Yeah. Uh, those two dudes also did VHS. The boat. Mm. Yeah, which we don't like. <laughs> I really dislike that first There's a one. lot to I've dislike I've never seen about. the second one. VHS 2 is good. I don't know if you're ever going to get me to watch the second one. Honestly, like, you know, if anybody listened to our VHS episode that we did a couple months ago. I almost ugh. walked away from that. And me I too, don't and I'm walk on a damn podcast. Yeah, I don't walk away from movies. I do, I'm a completionist, and I almost walked away from that movie. Yeah, there's just, there's just a lot to not like there. Yeah. Mainly so, all the raping. It, it's, the, it's the glee of rape. It's the glee of rape. But that's not in Scream. Thankfully, there's none of that here. There is no rape here. No. And actually, there's a lot of fucking power females in this movie. Dude, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. That's great. Which, honestly, the Scream franchise is... Pretty female heavy. Yeah. Pro-female. It's very, you know, very final girl heavy. Yeah. But not exactly always tons of damsels in distress and so on in the Scream franchise. So it's always been pretty good yeah. about that. Yeah, everybody kind of fights. Which I've always, that's one of the things I really like about the Scream movies, are that like everybody kind of fights. You never really have anybody who just stands there in the corner and shuts down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely so. Yeah, I don't know if I have like a ton to complain about. Maybe on a second watch, I could sit there and pick things out where I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. That person was here instead of there at that time. There's, I bet I'll like it more things. on a second watch. Yeah. I think I will like it a lot more because there seems like there's a lot of subtle things in there. Especially Probably. because I'm not so familiar with the franchise. Yeah. I liked this movie so much, I kind of want to rewatch all of the first ones. Challenge accepted. Until when when this one comes out on streaming. Yeah, see how it fits in. Yeah, because I did enjoy this one so much. You know, again, not having seen any but one and two fairly recently, I recall three being pretty good, but it has been a while since Saw 3 and... and 
the rest of them from there. But my first instinct is to say that this is the best one since the original. I will say, I, yeah, I'll absolutely agree with that. Do you think it's like equal with the original? I might like it better because the effects are better, the gore is better, and I really get into a movie with really good effects. And they're good. I, they're great. They're really good. I mean, your knees kept popping up. Ooh, I. And it's interesting, too, because, you know, the whole appeal of the original one is that it did have this kind of meta narrative. And you're like, that's cool. You can kind of only do it once, though. But then. Unless you wait movie, 25 years. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Like, this movie found a new way to approach the meta thing that we'll talk about in the spoiler section here in just a second. Uh, so, again, it retained all the original DNA of what you expect out of a Scream movie, but did attack it in new ways. Yeah. I was I, entertained. I think it did a really good job, and kind of in the same way that, like, the, not Halloween Kills, but the... No. Halloween 2018. 2020, 2018. Jesus. Where did time go? COVID. Because Biden. <laughs> Biden. Because Biden. So yeah, the when Halloween 2018 came out, like it kind of does that same thing where you're like, that's on the nose, but I appreciate it because it's still creating a new story. Yeah. It does that. It honestly, I think, follows that same through line of quality where you're like, you look at the original Halloween, then you look at 2018 and you're like, okay, I solid. think this is better done. Okay, so you think it's beyond that level of quality. Well, that's what okay. I think is cool, man, is that you know, through our, like, teenage years and 20s and stuff, when we got all the, like, just piece of shit, garbage, cash-in reboots, like the, uh, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, and, like, Ooh, the yeah. Texas Chainsaw reboot, and the Friday 13th reboot, Poltergeist reboot, not too many years ago, like, all that stuff that was just blatant bullshit garbage cash grabs, it's so refreshing to see stuff like Halloween, 2018, that is, Fucking Candyman, this movie. Man, Candyman. I would Candyman. put this on level with like how how much yeah. I love the Candyman sequel. That. Is it considered a sequel? I would, yeah, totally. Yeah, like the new the new Candyman that we saw over the summer. Requel. Maybe I do it's a not requel. like that term. Hmm. <laughs> we'll get into that more. But yeah, honestly, it's really refreshing to see that some of these properties that we, you know, love as horror fans are being picked up and actually treated with fucking respect and not just being turned into cash grab, sequel, reboot, remakes. The respect is what I liked. I it's think that's a good refreshing. way to phrase that. Yeah, it's great. I recommend it. Seriously. If Strongly you see recommend it. if you like horror movies in general. And I honestly, I don't think you need to, if you've seen the first Scream movie, you know enough to see this one. Yeah. And even if you haven't. They spend the first 10, 15 minutes of this movie kind of retelling you the story. I mean, it's it's exposition heavy, but they kind of give it to you in a way that's fun. Yeah, Because totally. there, were, there were a few points where I was like, oh, that was clever as a way for them to be like, and this is Sidney Prescott, and this is Dewey, and this is like, they kind of like give it to you in a fun way so it's not just an information dump. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's very, the first 10 minutes are very exponential exposition heavy uh, you can say the same thing about halloween 2018 yeah absolutely so it is kind of in that same vein in a lot of ways and it could be also because i i don't have as strong feelings yeah as scream as i do for halloween so i'm gonna be pickier about halloween okay that's fair yeah. so that's expectations be because scream is okay and it's kind of fun and i'll put it on at a party and not have to pay attention to it yeah it's classic right yeah i loved it 
I really, really dug this movie a lot. Uh, it's the best horror movie I've seen all year. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so you can quote us on that. Yeah. Put that on the fucking Blu-ray release right there. Okay, so we're going to get into spoiler territory here. So if you have not watched this movie, I do not recommend listening to this part because as you expect from any Scream movie, it kind of relies on twists and turns. And, and they're stuff. fun. You should watch them. And they're fun. And they're well done. I, I never felt like totally cheated or like something that was just fucking stupid. No. Everything seemed logical here. So don't let us spoil it for you. Seriously, don't. So if you've not seen the movie yet, do not proceed forward. Do not seek the treasure. And if you do proceed forward and you've not seen it, do not get mad at us. It is your own fucking fault. Yeah, we warned you. We done warned you. Steve, quit listening. Steve, stop. <laughs> Go do lunch again. Second lunch. One of them Hollywood Hobbit lunches y'all do out there. That's, uh, that's drinks. Yeah, drinks. Do do drinks next. Okay? Go find you some Evan Williams bottle and bond. And just settle down, okay? Don't let us spoil it for you. Okay, spoiler section. Spoilers. Okay. The way that this movie dealt with the entire meta narrative, which is, of course, encoded in the DNA of Scream. It's all about like, oh, in a slasher movie, this is what happens. Because it's all, you know, in the original, it's a bunch of dudes that love slasher movies that commit these murders, and it's based on the rules of the slashers. Anybody that says, I'll be right back, dies, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Every, every movie has the one person who explains all the rules. Yeah. But, I like that in this one it was a female. Right. And related to um, the one that dies in the, one of the first ones. Right. Which was cool. That was cool. But the thing about this that I think makes it interesting is, okay, in the Scream universe, you have the events of the original Scream, and then those get turned into the Stab franchise of movies. Right, and Which, I, I always forget about that because yeah. I've not watched two, three, four as much. A lot, yeah. So I forget that then they turn it into the stab. Yeah, and it becomes this like weird like life imitating art thing in the original franchise of movies, and it you know the snake kind of eats its own tail there, and it gets a little bit like okay, I get it. It gets loopy. It gets loopy. But the thing about this one is this movie takes place in the Scream universe where the events of the original Scream happened 25 years ago. Ouch. And then this movie franchise has been around just as long. And so now... And everybody's names are the same. Yeah. And now the Stab movie franchise is influencing the fabric of horror movies. Yes. So the same way that like the original is like things like Halloween and Friday the 13th wrote the rules on how that movie works... Scream itself, which is to say Stab. Scream 2022. Is based on those rules. This is why this is a problem. I know. Like, it, it gets very fucking, what's it, a robbery here. It's just like, you know, Mobius Loop. It's just really yeah. like, oh my God, where does this begin and end? Come up with a new title. We're not going to get mad at you. Yeah. And, and they even kind of make fun of that. There's that whole, you know, speech that Homegirl gives about the requel. It's like, well, it's a sequel, but it's also a remake, and it probably has the same name as the original, so it's really confusing. Like, they address everything you're thinking going into this. Which, in my head, as somebody who is not committed to the franchise, I was like, okay, this I'll accept this. Yeah. So I think it's fun. But it, it does, it talking about it, it does make it more confusing, because when you're like, scream... 
the original or Scream 2022. Yeah. I don't want to say a date. Don't make me say a date. And 2022 is clunky. I know. Just, it's not fun to say. Yeah, come on. Yeah. We don't want to remember these years. 2022, not a good year. 2020, not it a good year. It just started. I know. Just, I've had some problems with it. I've had some problems. You liked being quarantined. It was fucking great. I can't <laughs> lie. It's true. <laughs> but the outside world, it's got some problems. Okay. The out world. <laughs> But that's the cool thing about this. I kind of feel the same way about this as I did that we were talking about um, like 8-Bit Christmas on the last episode where I was like, well, 8-Bit Christmas exists because Christmas Story doesn't work anymore. Right, yeah. Scream doesn't really work anymore for young people. Yeah. Christmas Story works for my father who was born in the 50s who would now be considered a grandfather or great-grandfather. To some generations. Yeah. There are people my age who are grandmothers. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just what happens. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Not to me. Sex education. Very important. Yeah. Very, very important. Uh, but, you know, like, the, the rules of the original Scream don't really make sense because they're based on 70s rules. They're based on the rules of 70s and 80s slashers, which young people now don't get we or have, it's also been so like ingrained in the social and movie zeitgeist that it's like well duh that's why the first people have sex get killed duh you do drugs you die duh it's almost just a no duh thing correct yeah and they they do kind of like there are a lot of cast members of color yeah and, and sexual orientation and sexual orientation and you don't see anybody having sex and guess what? Nobody makes a big fucking deal about it. Do we not see anybody having sex at all? We no. see that one girl making out. With that other girl. They're just like, yeah, they're they're like, we're going to hook up, but they never actually do. Yeah, you just see them kissing because then, like, the next scene is it breaking apart. Yeah, and there's the real heavy makeout between the one dude and his girlfriend, and she wants to go upstairs and take it all the way. And he's that like, was not prob- right now. Yeah, that was probably the most sex heavy. But it's just some dry humping. Yeah, it it is dry humping in the middle of a party. Yeah. There's, there's no skin whatsoever. No. Uh-huh. So there, there's really none of that. There's nothing like chauvinistic or anything like that in this movie Mm-mm. at all that I can think of. Nothing raised my hairs. Uh, yeah, you got the radar up for that all the time. Always. All of the time. But I like that this movie does take into account that like, okay, you know, the rules of the original Scream are now how movies work. Right. It kind of like self-respects. It like looks back on what the own legacy of that film series is and says, okay, we kind of wrote the rule book of the new things and now we have to acknowledge that. But it also acknowledges that here you have a Scream movie, which is to say a American Giallo slasher with teenagers getting stabbed in the 2020s. In the realm of elevated horror. They talk about elevated horror in oh, this movie. Oh, man. I saw your seat get wet. Yeah, dude. And it's like, you know, movies like The Babadook and The Witch and It Follows and Hereditary. Hereditary. And I'm like, I saw damn. You, you were just like, yeah. Tell us. Tell them about it. <laughs> Those are the great movies. Those are the elevated movies. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is that... And also, like, electronics. Because, yeah. that, like, you have to oh, address yeah. cell phones... And that's a problem a lot of writers have are that they're not addressing the people have cell phones. Everybody's walking around with the little GPS tracker computer phone in their pocket at all times. And most movies, Halloween, cough, 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 have come up with 
asinine reasons to get rid of a cell phone. Because you have to. Because they can't figure out a way to write. No. Around it. And this movie works with the electronics. It does. And I really appreciate that. People have access to the devices, like basically at all times, but also... So does the killer. And you know what you can do? Clone phones. Yep. You can do that. And they mention it right away, and I love... Like, that made me so happy. Here's a new rule. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's a shame she let me clone her phone. And then you're just like, fuck. So now every phone call somebody gets is unreliable. Correct. And it's great. Like, that's a perfect way to handle that. It's a great way to get around the cell phone problem. And they do that very well. Uh, But I do like that it brings up that elevated horror narrative where it's like, is this kind of movie even relevant anymore? Can it connect anymore whenever we have... People like Jordan Peele doing these amazing things about society. Who they name drop. Who they name drop in there. A fucking genius. Yeah. And the thing about this movie is that, you know, again, obviously, duh, we're in the spoiler section here. The entire motivation for the killings is that these kids who adore this stab movie franchise hate the way that it's been treated and sequelized and yada, yada, yada. So they need to recreate some real horrific murders and stuff. That way they'll have a good movie to make about it. This is about fan hatred. This is about fan hate killing movies. Yeah, I mean, at one point, somebody's even like, I'm in fan fiction. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's kind of what you're doing at this point. Yeah. This is totally, I think, inspired by the way that people... I mean, fucking what's her name that played Rose in the new Star Wars movies had to like damn delete all her social media because people were sending her fucking death threats because they killed her childhood and shit. Yeah. Stupid as shit. And they mentioned that kind of stuff in there where they're like, oh, just because some baby said it killed their childhood, blah, blah, blah. So this movie is about fan hate and fans taking control of a movie franchise. That's something I've never seen explored in a movie. It was new to me. That's bold and really cool to see Scream taking the reins and being like, you know what? Here's a topic that we've not addressed. And I think they did it really, really well. I think it's pretty cool. Because it's almost like as you get into the movie, they start getting into the whole, almost like the sequel rules. Yeah. Like Dewey gives all those like, okay, so they're they're doing this again. The so, new friends group. So it's going to be this and it's going to be this. And it's got like he goes through all of those rules again, but they're almost sequel rules in terms of just like you know how that first movie plays out. Yeah. Here's more of how it happened in the second one, so you know how to track the first one, although you still have the two killers like the first one. But it's weird because he's describing the stab movies, but we're hearing it as him describing the scream movies, which are the movies he's actually in, that are also not real because it's all fiction. It's meta, man. It is. It is, man. It's fucking Russian doll shit going on here. <laughs> Pretty fucking cool. It was really cool. Like I'm I like that angle. I I did too. Like I really it was fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Because honestly, if it was just another killer being like, "Oh, well, uh, we need to bring it back to the days of Freddy and Jason and Chucky where it's just mindless killing of teenagers and I'm I'm here to bring it back. Like, that would have been so fucking lazy and stupid well, yeah, and just I, such a, like, living in the past, like, nothing's as good as it used to be. Like, fuck, that would have been horrible. Well, and not only that, like, you wouldn't have all these women characters. Like, no. I'm, I'm sorry, like, I am closer to 40 than I am to any other age bracket. I didn't tell. (laughs) It's just, I've grown up so much, not even expecting to see 
multiple women in a movie, much less multiple strong women in a movie. And I know that so many people, men, get mad about like... Hey, I'm a man. You are. But like they'll get mad about... Why are they just putting women in here for the hell of it? Like, I thought this was really well done. It was very natural. Like, there are a lot of female characters, strong female characters. They all have their own personalities. They're not pushed to the side. They're not sex objects. Like, they all look different. They all, like, have different goals. I'm just, that's still really novel for me. I know people who are looking at movies within the past five years or so. Or like, oh, it's just this woke bullshit with like blah, 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 and equality, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This doesn't fall into that hole at, at all. As a 38-year-old woman, it's still very novel. You're not 38 yet. Not yet. Give yeah. me a couple months. There you go. 37. <laughs> 37. Like, it's still so novel, and I still love it. Yeah. It, like, even though, I'm like, sure. and even that was at the beginning when I was, I kept trying to predict the killers throughout the whole thing. The I picked one of the killers right away. I was like, oh, it's going to be Amber. Yeah. It's another two killer movie, of course. Yeah. I was like, it's definitely going to be Amber. Was, and, you know, and I was like, one of them, there's going to be two killers. One of them is definitely going to be a female. I then changed it. I thought it was going to be the twins. I wanted it to be the twins because I thought that would be cool to have a brother, sister, yeah. kill couple. Ooh. Like, I thought that would have been really fun, but it was Amber and the boyfriend. The boyfriend guy, yeah. He was so familiar. Like, I know I've seen that guy in something else. He, I mean, he's 2022's Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Yeah, pretty much. Which I don't remember that guy's name. <laughs> no, but he did look like that guy. He did. The details of, like, how him and Amber, like, joined up and decided to do this that's went by messy. real fast. That was like, and then blah, 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 anyway here. Yeah, that's probably the messiest part of this whole thing. It felt like like that last, you know, 10 minutes or so of the, like, you know, the ma- it's the Scooby-Doo thing. The mask is off. Oh, it's you the whole time. Yeah, and I did it by doing this and this and this. It went by like lightning speed. It was very, yeah. They met on a Reddit group, a Reddit fan, a a subreddit fan group from the town on the stab movies, but also kind of focusing on the true story from the book that Gail wrote. Fast. Like it was very fast and it was very convoluted. And that was the only part in this whole movie that made me think like, Mm, it's a little messy. Yeah, that, but by that then you're rushed. in the yeah you're already in the climax and everybody's shooting and stabbing and running and screaming and yeah. you're just like it's it's fine like they're the killers it's fine yeah and and their motivation is clear obviously but it's like how they decided to do this and got to know each other is like uh okay although it did get a little creepy because there was that part where they're like in the middle of killing everybody before it went sideways on them the uh, sideways on the killers. And he calls her baby. And this dude's supposed to be like 23, 25. And she's in high school. Isn't there a pretty significant age discrepancy there? It's enough to be skeevy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. But again, it just happens. You never see them kiss. You never see them grab each other. Mm -mm. It's just that one thing where he's like, yeah, that's right, baby, or something like that. Like, I did it right, baby, or you got it, baby. A little weird. Like, yeah, that like little term of affection. You're like, mm-hmm, you're too old for her. You're gross. And the thing about it is, too, is that 
you know, I was thinking about it after they got revealed to be the killers where I was like, wait, 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 that little old Amber girl was Ghostface in some point. She's like tiny. But then at the same time, like Ghostface kind of got his ass beat multiple times in this movie. Like yeah. it's not the kind of thing where you see like that was supposed to be Amber and she fucking Ultimate Warrior Gorilla Press slammed this guy. Like that's true, yeah. But at the same time, she's I, she's got to be like five foot tall. I don't know. Like I don't. They never really show her next to a lot of people. I know, right? Like she's either with. God, what's the sister's name? Tara, Taryn, Tara. Let's go with it. Tara, we're gonna go with Tara. Like you see her next to Tara, but Tara's always sitting down or in a bed. Yeah. And you really don't see her like the other times you see her, she's seated. It's a little so, hard to say. So it is hard to tell because the thing is, she is eye level, like cheek to cheek almost with Dewey. Which, can we talk about that? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Dewey dies. Yeah. And that was wonderfully done. It was. It was good. Like, that was so well done. I love the way they handled that whole scene. It was good. It it was awesome. And it was fucking brutal. Yeah. I mean, retrospectively. Oh, my God. Yeah. Retrospectively, you're like, because she brags about being the one that actually killed Dewey. Yeah. 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 So, like. You know that was her. She would have to be as tall as David Arquette at minimum. I suppose so. Or at least close enough to where, you know, three-inch platform boots or something would work. Yeah. Hmm. It's still not as brutal as the the match where he almost got killed by Nick Gage. <laughs> I don't in think, actual I don't think real you've life. ever shown me that. You reference I've it all show you the this. time. <laughs> I've got to find it somewhere. Like, dude, the moment where you see him realize, like, his fucking carotid artery has been slit. slit and It's been slut. It's a slut artery. You know what I mean? But whenever he, you can tell where he realizes, like, holy fuck, I am shooting blood out of my neck. I, the first it time I saw a picture of him and his, like, is he a wrestler or a boxer? Wrestler. The first time I saw a picture of him in his wrestling outfit, I thought it was for a movie. It seems like it should be for a and movie. And I was like, what is he doing? What is he doing? And then I found out that he, and I don't know the timeline of any of this because I don't keep up with any of the gossip. But then I found out that he and Courtney Cox had gotten divorced, and I don't know where that fell in line with him wrestling. Yeah. But then it just seems like she's reliving one of her friend's character story. Lines. She did it. First time was John Favreau <laughs> become the ultimate fighting champion. And then in real life, again, life imitates art. You I know? guess so. Where does one end and the other begin? It's hard to say sometimes. Yeah, man. His death was good and fucking brutal. Like his so many character other was great. This. Like they handled like his character was really good. He still had the limp. He still kind of looked tired and bedraggled and but still like needing to do the right thing all the time. Yeah. Like I think they handled his character really, really well and they did proper honor in his death. Like that was a brutal fucking death. It was. And he went out fighting too. Yeah. Everybody went out fighting, which everybody I did. loved. Yeah. Like, everybody went out really fighting. Nobody gave up. No, there was never any of that, like, creeping into the corner, like, please don't kill me, I'll be dead then. Like, everybody tried their fucking best to fight Ghostface off and got uh, some licks in. And can we talk about the fake jump scares, especially with the sheriff's son? Oh, yeah, yeah, I- yeah. Loved that because especially in the first and second screen movies, which again, the ones I've seen the most, 
Like, there's always this, like, they open a door, they shut a door, and oh, then yeah. there's Ghostface. There's a medicine cabinet being opened. You know for sure Ghostface is going to be behind it when they close it. Yeah. And fake then, out, fake out, fake out. I mean, that was like five times, six times. It's like good. It got to be so many times. I was like, okay, it's going to be the next one. Okay, it's going to be the next one. To where even, like, the few people who were in the theater with us, by the last one, we were all like, like, the sixth one or whatever. We were just like... Oh, I guess they're not doing it. And they like there was like this light chuckle yeah. in the movie theater between us. Self awareness of the of the movie for sure. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah, it was. Did you ever get faked out into thinking that it could have been our, our main character? Because she turns out to be the uh the the child of Billy Loomis from the original movie. That's actually the part I like the least. Yeah, and she, and she apparently is like on antipsychotics and has like visions of Yeah, I didn't like that part at all. Of Loomis and stuff. I don't know that that had to be there, like, really at all. You could have had her be his kid yeah. and not have her taking antipsychotic medication and seeing visions of him. Yeah. Like, that seems like they were trying to go a surreal route, which these movies are... Like, it's too meta to be surreal. And he also kind of, like, force ghosts her at the end, where he's like, find the knife underneath the uh, coats yeah. or whatever. And it's just like... What the fuck? Yeah. That didn't really have to be there. Again, it's kind of a cool fake out, and it had me actually going for a little while, and I'm sure this is what they were going for when they were writing it, where it's just like, oh, you know what the last thing they'd expect to be? The final girl in the screen movie to actually be the killer. That's the one thing we've not done yet. See, I, I thought it would be her sister. I never thought... I was thinking that, because again, it's like, uh, what could it not be? That's where they're going. Yeah, I didn't. I did not think it was ever going to be Sam. Mm-hmm. But I did think it would maybe I there were there were like two or three scenes where I was like, oh, maybe it is Tara, knowing that there were definitely two. Like they just talked about having two killers so much. That's classic scream, too. I mean, you know. Yeah. So like I knew there was definitely two killers in this one. But I was like, maybe one of them will be Tara. Especially because she, like, kicked her out of the hospital room. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so this girl's mad. She's got rage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was... I never thought it was going to be Sam. Yeah, I was, like, hoping they wouldn't go that route. I was kind of just sitting there being like, if they did go that route, it would be something new. So I couldn't really complain about that per se, but... I think it also just kind of like gave just like a little bit of a heads up where it's just like, hey, man, you know, your, your past, your genealogy doesn't define you. Your family tree doesn't define you. You can still go on and be the hero, even yeah. though your your pep was the was the villain. You yeah. Know? So I guess there's a little bit of that. She's a little bit of a Luke Skywalker in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Skywalker, so, yeah. you know. And I, I also like that she like went up to Sydney at the end and was like, am I going to be OK? Yeah. And Sydney's like. Well, you know, eventually. Yeah, sometime. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. Like, she wasn't like, oh, yeah, it'll all be fine. Like, no, I'm just going to fuck you up. But you'll get past it. What do you think of the intro? The I, cold open. I loved it. It was such it like... It was a, awesome. It was such a copy I loved it, and then I got worried, and then I got back to loving it. Same. Like, dude, as soon as that first shot, like, the very first shot that you see is, like, outside of the house. It's, it's almost, like, in. it's so close to my memory of that Drew Barrymore scene. If she'd have been making Jiffy Pop, I'd have been like, God damn, this is the same fucking thing. Yeah, like, I mean, she was playing with the knife and the knife block. She's just kind of, like, wandering around the kitchen. Texting her friends. Yeah, like, 
it just I was like Again, like I was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm like, oh, they're kind of writing this really hard. I don't know about this. Oh, no, they got me back. This is really cool again. Especially because like the kill was brutal. Oh, my God, dude. And that's the thing is like the Drew Barrymore kill in the original. None of the kills are brutal. Well, okay. So with the Drew Barrymore. A couple of them are. Wait. I think. Is that the first one where they're. No, the second one's where they're at the college campus. There's some college stuff in the second one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I think the second I like one starts the, in the movie theater. I think I like the kills better in the second one mm-hmm. than the first one. But in the first one, you know, this the, one the kills are great. Yes, the Drew Barrymore kill itself is not that crazy. But then whenever you see her like strung up in her yard, like eviscerated, yeah, and her intestines shot. are out and shit, it's just like holy shit, man! Her fucking tubes are out. That's pretty bad. But it's like her boyfriend too, right? Yeah, but like in this one. You pointed it out where you're like, the fact that she's like definitely a teenager makes the whole thing seem a lot more vulnerable it did and scary because, and brutal. Yeah, because she's definitely in high school. She looks like she's in high school. It's yeah. not like when I, 25 years ago. I was ago, there 8,000 years ago. <laughs> when I was a youth and you would see like people who were older than I was and you know, I'd be 20. And I'd see people who were older than I am playing high schoolers. Yeah, it, and, it immediately takes you out. You're like, I know they're not in high school. Yeah, like it it separates you. But she looks and acts and dresses like a high schooler. Like if, I mean, she might be 19 or 20, but I would absolutely believe she's 16. Yeah. And that's what counts. And dude, whenever the, the, it did the make violence it way gets in. Creepier. I'm like, she's a child. Oh, man. And maybe that's also my age. Yeah, I know, right? We got friends with kids. Yeah. Woo. Dude, whenever she gets that fucking knife through her hand, Jesus Christ. That's what really reminded me of opera. Like yeah. a lot like opera. The, the knife. I liked the the gut stab. Ooh, man. Like that was brutal. Like you yeah. you heard it and it was like kind of slow. Oh, like yeah, like it was like, really like hitting yeah. a stomach and going through organs. Like it, it was a. Sound design's great. It was a brutal stab and then you just sit on it. Like the camera just sits there, yeah, and you're like, "Oh my god, are we just gonna sit here on this shot while she bleeds out?" And well, then he like stomps her leg and breaks it. Oh yeah, that was cool. Oh my god, there's so much ECW shit in this, man. It's a hardcore movie. I like the effects are incredible. Yeah, and just look so visceral. So many of the like the murders in this are just repeated stabbings, repeated, extremely aggressive. Savage stabbing. Yeah, like even when the good guys are fighting back, it's still just like stab, 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 stab. You're Ooh. just like, oh my god, like your shoulder's gonna hurt. It's rough, man. <laughs> like that's it's it is a hard movie. Yeah, it it is. It, it did surprise me in that way. I don't know, man. Like I I don't really know that I have a a ton of complaints about it. No, I'm gonna watch it again. The pedophile nature. I mean, if, like it's. You know, we went to the theaters. We went and met friends for drinks. We had dinner. Then we came back and recorded it. So while having drinks. <laughs> yeah, while still drinking. <laughs> Happy Thursday, folks. Thursday. Fuck it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. And like, like I said, I do. I would like to watch the other Scream series before this hits streaming. So we could watch it again and maybe pick up on some more clues and cues. 
that are probably happening. I felt like were happening. Yeah. And there's I'm, probably also nods to the other ones that we missed. Oh, I am. I'm sure there sure are. Sure there are. Because there were a couple that I thought reminded me of two. But I don't know two that well to be like this particular point. Yeah. I mean, even Halloween 2018 had references to damn every installment of the Halloween franchise almost. Well, Halloween Kills really did. Ugh. In the worst way. <laughs> in the wrong way. You really hated that movie. Oh, that sucks, man. But this one, I feel like, probably has a lot more homages and stuff than, than I noticed, just because I'm not that familiar with yeah, the series. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, so. And, and the nature of the type of story it is. Yeah. But I'll I'll totally watch it again. I'll oh, absolutely yeah. watch this again in a hurry. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed this more than most of the Scream movies. Like, just yeah. credits rolling and being like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really, I really liked that one. I didn't really say that about the rest of them. I'm like, well, that was a movie. Yeah. Kind of trite. Yeah. Also, you've got 30-year-olds playing high schoolers. Come on. Like It just... I've never enjoyed that. Yeah. But this one, as soon as the credits rolled, I was like, I don't know. That was pretty fucking good. I was entertained. It's so good, I don't want them to do any more. Yeah, that, that is the thing about it. Like, I mean, obviously... I really want them to stop. Yeah. Like, at the end of Halloween 2018, it's just like, duh, they're making more. This at the was, end of Candyman... This is Man, such a great full circle. Yeah. At the end of Can- Candyman, I'm just kind of like, maybe they could do more. Maybe. Yeah. This would just be a fine, like, and then it's done. Yeah. It should be. It should be. It is now complete. Because it is such a perfect, like, full circle... Yeah, from like, part one to here. Yeah, like going back and revamping and anything else is going to get money grubbing. Yeah. Yeah, because again, going with that full circle thing, there's even that part in the movie where they talk about you know, the value of these scary movies and seeing them with somebody and how it can you know bring you close together, yada, yada, family experience, whatever. And it's like 20 years ago, that was you as a kid watching this with your parents. Now you watching this with your kids is that again. Yeah, that's true. And that can just be this nice closed loop of just like, cool, you saw the same kind of story that made an impression on me and it had the same impact maybe on you as it did on me. And that can just be it. Right. Yeah. And I'd be very okay with that. It it really, especially, I mean, Dewey was kind of the like, I'm not a big David Arquette fan by any means, but like he was kind of the perfect good guy. Yeah. Like, he, he's just a little dopey, but very sweet, and always means well, and he's always trying to do the right thing. A little sad. And then they killed him, and it was a great kill. They did honor to his character. Like, I mean, even the killer, like, when, when he, when she pulls the knife out of him, oh, and he, yeah. like, slides down, she goes, this has been an honor. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Like, this was, you really paid tribute to this franchise. Yeah. And I'm afraid if they do more, it's going to fuck it up. I think so. I'd be fine if it just stopped right yeah, there. I don't I don't like the fact that looks like there's kind of a pedophile relationship happening with the killers. Maybe. But they're bad people. We're not supposed to like them. You don't have... You can be a murderer and not be a pedophile. I don't know about that. I stand by it. All right. I'll, I'll do some research. I'll do my own research about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like that part. Um, that, the whole like how they met thing was kind of weird. Yeah. Which got very convoluted. Very fast. But for the most part, I kind of liked everything else they did. Like, it was, it was pretty neat. Yeah. 
Again, like, I mean, I'm sure on further rewatches, there would be more critiques. Yeah, maybe. But going to the... And also, like, going to the theater for the first time in Ooh. so long. Like, just enjoying... Fun. Yeah, like... Hell, for us, is the first time, like, going out in public, like, all year so far, almost. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that, too. Yeah. Until we go see Biggest Little Whorehouse tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow, isn't it? I'm so excited. Central Cinema. Good times, man. Good times. Okay, so. Yeah, good time. Overall, I had a good time. I don't really think I have a whole lot of other observations I want to point out about it. Do you? I don't think so. I didn't I take so. any notes or anything. Yeah. You, you just either. gave me a lot of whiskey and put me in front of a microphone. All right. All right. Well, I hope that everybody else out there uh, has enjoyed this uh, special guest surprise mini-sode. We hadn't really like planned on doing this. Like Today, it was just like... Hey, um, I've got a bunch of stuff I need to do in the studio. I got some like studio furniture I need to assemble and some products I need to like demo and stuff. And you were like, or we could go see a movie. And I was like, oh, or we could go see a movie. <laughs> so this is totally unplanned, but I'm, I'm very always glad good we did with it. that temptation. <laughs> like, I'm oh, you want to work? Let's play. Happy wife, happy <laughs> life. You know what Don't, they say? No, no, no. I hate that phrase. Okay, all right. Well. It was a good idea either way. Yeah, I think you can subtitle this uh, mini-sode of Kate and Ben realize how old they are. We owed. We got old. We very owed. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, and if you watched the movie, I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did. Keep putting money into good horror movies. Yeah, let us know what you think about it. Yeah, definitely over on that Facebook group. Join up on Patreon. All that stuff, you guys can find it on our Linktree page. Just look up Dead and Lovely Linktree. You'll find it. Steve usually does this part, but you know what? There's a link tree page. Use Google. People, my God. <laughs> We've had the internet for so long. Just use Google. Find it. Okay? Please. Dead and lovely pod on basically everything. Pretty much everything. Yeah. So track it down. Follow us, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Do not find me. I don't want to be found. Nah. Leave me alone. Okay. That works too. That I, works too. I am active-ish on the Facebook group. Yeah. That's the only reason to have Facebook anyway. So... Join up on that, hang out with us, all that good stuff there. All right, guys, it's been fun. As always, you guys have been fantastic. I've been Uncle Ben. And I'm Tanta Kate. And, and uh, it's uh, we've been, that's that's their, uh, that's dead and lovely. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Screaming, screaming for vengeance. Alfred. Is it Judas again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Screaming. Okay. We'll try it again next time. Bye. Bye.